Thank you for checking out Non-Judge Metal. Be sure to check out the Facebook and Instagram. And be sure again to check out the Star City Punk Cast also on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to Non-Judge Metal. We're on the 16th year with McGruff, Vitamin Nick, and we're going to talk about the self-titled debut of Corn. It's been 23 years since it's been released. And we've all seen them kind of get a rough rap sometimes, but the consensus is clear. They put on a great live show, so I went through some celebrating this week and checked out an album that I hadn't heard from them, because who knew? They've been active this whole time, so tune in. You might find something you like. Us sitting here doing this, you know, in our metal mansion, just the same way that these kids did it in garages 10, right. 15, 20 years ago, man. I don't know. It's kind of a homage to it. Non-judge metal is, is a love for metal. Without a doubt. Yeah, back from the from the late 60s, early 70s to, 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 to today, where Ozzy played last week. A friend of mine went and saw it. Like, that's fucking cool as shit. And just imagine how fun that would be. Like, a lot of people would go, I don't know if I want to see Ozzy now. He might not put on the same show, dude. But you're still seeing history unfold before you. It might not be the Eclipse history. Yeah, show, exactly. But still, exactly. To tell me it wasn't a decent show. I literally um, bought Metallica tickets because Michael Jackson died. I was like, well, fuck that, dude. I'm not losing the chance to go see Metallica. I was bitter toward him when that St. Anger came out. And somebody offered me a chance to go work security at the show. They were like, we'll pay you to come work security out there. We need people. And I was like, man, you can't pay me for that shit, dude. I don't even want to be near. Fuck that record, dude. And I did not go see him. And plus, I really, this is something I'm judgmental about. Right. People will find out that uh, no matter how much you like them or try to convince me, anyone, and you people listening are more than welcome to do so, you won't convince me to like Godsmack. And fuck you for trying. I absolutely hate them. I uh, I've it. met... Every bit of it. I've met members of the band. A couple of them were nice. One of them was extreme dick. Maybe I'm a little biased, but who gives a shit? I don't like them, and I don't think they're a very good band. Whatever, they played Metallica, and I skipped it, and I felt like an asshole. I mature a little bit, Michael Jackson passes, Metallica's playing, I'm like, oh, man, I don't God's know. Mac with him, though. Yeah, no, 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 not this time, Lamb of God opening. Okay. And I said, well, whoa, whoa, hold on, man. That's worth almost it. 100 bucks a ticket, right? Almost worth it. Open for And Metallica. I'm sitting there with my friend, I'm sitting there with my friend, uh, Ben, who's, who's like, damn, dude, I'd love to see Metallica, 100 bucks, I don't know if I can spare it. And then an hour later, news popped up on their website. Opener added to Metallica Lamb of God, Gojira. And I said, Ben, hand me my wallet over there. Give me that credit card in it. I'm going to go ahead and get us some Metallica tickets, man. It was a fucking amazing show. And regretfully, dude, the one there's there's a stain on it, and to this day it hurts me. That's that Metallica show I went to was the one where that uh, girl was kidnapped. Did you hear about that a few years back? I did not. I'd have to look into it. Uh, the Harrington like... girl, yeah, kidnapped. I think they finally uh, got the guy, like... I don't follow a lot of local news anymore, right. but I think they finally got the guy that did it. But yeah, it was a horrible, horrible thing Dang to happen with that. Yeah, you can look it up all over. It's, it's just that's Damn. a travesty. I was getting ready to shit on just the fact, like, so Lamb of God opened for Metallica, and they always will. And they always will, and I understand that. But like in 2017, look, now, if Metallica come anywhere near and play, do me a favor and you got to go with me because you're gonna watch right. that show and you're gonna go. They're pretty fucking good, man. No, like, you're not gonna go. You're pretty fucking good. Hammered, yeah, 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 no, it's not. You, I don't know. It's it, they. Uh, they they've earned. They've earned um. They've earned their place. They've earned exactly what they got. Like, they deserve a massive circle stage that they can do whatever the fuck they want on. 
Like, uh, it, it's incredible seeing them. Like, uh, you know, I don't regret the least bit of it. And this is, you know, like, I was so angry with them because I loved early Metallica. I even liked Load and Reload. I didn't like that St. Anger record. I right. was kind of mad at them at the time. And I was being a little metal elitist. You know, was, they were they were God smacking it up to me. And so uh, There were so many other things out at that time. That St. Anger hey, that's what I'm out. saying, man. There was, was so much good out. music coming out when that record came out. It was just like, what the fuck is this? I, right. I haven't, Dude, I remember I listened to it in the band that I was in at the time. And we were up at uh, my guitarist house and we were sitting there. Shit's funny as hell, dude. We were sitting there and he was... Uh, he was uh, listening to it in the CD player, and we all went and picked up a copy of it, and we were jamming it. We listened to the whole thing, Ta- you know, tapping foot, just chilling. We used to do that a lot, you know, before we go jam. And then uh, he got up, picked it up, took out a CD player, and fucking just stay alive. Stay alive, it just right I'm in sorry. the goddamn garbage, dude. Just boop, mm. right in the trash can, dude. Fuck that record. That's such a contradiction to say I stay alive stay alive but like that yeah. was seriously the worst fucking movie yeah. ever but nonetheless yeah I remember that movie with Frankie Muniz for, that's the only thing you remember about it in that horrible carriage fucking scene where it ran over that chicken and it yeah. just looked absolutely that fucked that movie dude. that movie was fucking terrible dude, it t- we, we literally took out. it out of the DVD player and whammed it that's in the, the fucking that's the first trash. thing I've ever seen happen like I was that. very I was judge like, movie that day dude, man. I was pissed. how could you not like we felt like we totally wasted fucking 90 minutes for that story because of Frankie Muniz and like games and witches and shit <laughs> fuck yeah Oh, Horrible. God. I don't know. It really botched that film. Definitely. Crap. Crap film. Crap film. You seen anything good lately as far as films are concerned, though? Dude, I haven't followed anything. Um, as I said, like, on the previous episodes, I'm a fucking comic nerd to no end. And uh, the Justice League film is coming out, and I just actually watched that Spider-Man Homecoming because... I was I don't know, I didn't like the trailers for it coming up. I'm a comic guy, but I didn't like the trailers for it coming up. Something about it just didn't ring right to me. I was like, man, it's I really like that kid playing him. I watched him in a movie for uh and I don't know, just a you know, small off topic recommendation, but um if you like disaster movies, I think it, it might even still be on Netflix. It's called The Impossible. It's about that 2004 tsunami that hit like I think it was Indonesia. But uh, it's uh, Ewan McGregor. It's a great film, man. It's like a true story about a family that gets hit like dead on with this tsunami and like thrown all apart this island. They they all live and they find each other. It's a, man, it's a powerful, just awesome film, man. If you like natural disaster, real, you know, uh, based on real event type shit. Mm. Um, but uh, the kid in that, I liked him. I remember watching it, thinking I was like, man, this kid's like a solid actor for a child. And man, they made him Spider-Man in the new Marvel universe, and he got his own film. And it, I don't know, the trailer just didn't hit me right. I didn't much like it. I actually thought it was going to suck so much that I didn't go watch it in theater, and I never do that with a comic movie. Wonder Woman, everything I want to go see. And uh, I skipped it, and then uh, it came up on video on demand. I picked up a copy, Not and uh, I got to eat fucking crow. It was goddamn yeah. good. Really good. Like It was good, and they didn't kill the villain at the end. And I think a lot of these comic book movies they put out nowadays, especially on the Marvel side, in my opinion, to. Uh, you know, I, I'm an asshole if you, you think so, whatever. But I think that they kill kill too many villains off or take them out of commission. Like that's just not how comics are. You know, that's not how it's done. It's DC to does done. it too sometimes. So I'm not going to shit on them, like completely. Like they they do it. Like, Is there a but, comic? Uh, but for the most part, the villains are still around. 
in what know? comic are you saying this? Like, if if that's the normal, because I don't really know too much about comics. Well, I mean, I'm not going to explain it, but integrated. But I mean, like, these are comic books, be a comic. gigantic, overarching stories right. that last like sometimes you know four, five, six issues to like maybe a year. Man, they might have all these issues interlocking for like a gigantic six months to a year event. And, uh, and like, if you kill the villain halfway through and then you, you don't have a way to bring him back that makes sense, then... They're trying to put too know. much into it. Well, like, they, 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 they shove these movies, they, they write these movies, and at the end of it, like, uh, like the first Captain America they made, the first Captain America film. Like, I'm a big Captain... I'm not a Marvel guy, I'm a DC guy, but I love Cap America a lot. Like, I need a nerd. I don't give a fuck, dude. I, I think Chris Evans nails it as Cap, dude. But that first Cap movie, I really enjoyed it. But at the end, they, they take out the Red Skull, the bad guy. Like, in a way that maybe he's not killed, but he ain't around. But, dude, they're like eight, nine movies, ten movies past that. Right. And he ain't made appearance back, dude. And that's like his biggest bad guy. So, it to me, it's 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 a failed it's, it's a failed thing. I, I, I don't know. I get really irritated because right. I'm like, you know, in comics, Red Skull, you know, he come back quite often and, and fuck with everybody. But not today. Red Skull? Yeah. Yeah, that's how much I know about comics. Like, you don't know shit. You can hang out. You can come up and watch a movie. True. We'll do it. We'll do it. Well, there's like other movies though. There's like maybe well, I watch other movies too, man. Shit, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna catch that uh, new uh, Planet of the Apes that's coming soon, so I'm gonna right. watch it. I, I know it's been out theaters. I missed it then, but I've seen kind of like the previews for Happy Death Day yet. You've had to see it. I haven't right seen now. previews for it. Not even like, at Facebook I, I don't ads. Watch the tra- I've don't seen watch Facebook man. ads and shit. Like, I skip them all, dude. You have to skip them, but at the same time, like they can still uh, like. I don't Four know. seconds, like, somebody's killing me, and I gotta find out who's doing it. I'll check it out. I mean, I just, uh, it, man, it takes me time. I'm just not, I'm not like I used to be. I know I used to be, like, the movie guy that everybody... Movie, music, all of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, you, you were definitely plugged in on everything metal. Now I ain't got the time guy. Yeah. And I'm working constantly. And what matters is, uh... That... Well, non-judgmental matters a lot because it judges metal in a non-judgmental way. I mean, if you're going to judge metal, you got to do it in a non-judgmental way or else you're just kind of being very judgmental. Well, we are all a little judgmental. I'm saying obviously. I, I'm like, I know I produce show and shit, but like, I'm judgmental as fuck because like, I don't like doing the freeze. So, like, I don't really... Yeah, you don't like a lot of like, metal staples, man. Dude, and it's, well, it's because you didn't grow up in it, man. True. Like, we need to have this conversation. Like, you didn't grow dude, up in it, man. Uh, if you'd have grown up with somebody shoving it in your face and it, letting you, you know, get the experience of it, man, instead of telling you no, you would have enjoyed it. Like, a lot of people in our age group, man, like, metal was considered a bad thing, dude. True. I, was, I got lucky with mom, dude, because she liked hard rock growing up. You know, she fucking kissed Ozzy one time. She... Like, party, man. She right. you know, she went to these shows, like, and even now, in her age, like, she listens to a lot of, like, you know, country and slow rock and stuff, too. Man, every once in a while, man, I'll catch her jamming some old rock stuff, dude. She knows it. I'm saying She still jams it. She, I mean, you know, music's music. And, it, and it's boy in my blood, rock and roll, and then and then my dad, and, and he liked, uh, like, heavier stuff, um, but not super heavy. And then my, like, they called him uncle, came around, man, and he was always like, well, girl, won't you listen to this? And then it'd be, like, obituary playing or Slayer. Damn, and I love the sound of this. I was like, no. yeah, yeah, more of that, more of that, man. Ride the Lightning, I remember the first time I ever heard Creeping Dead. I was in the car with him, man. He was yelling in at the top of his lung. I think any other child might be terrified, but not not, not me. I was 
I was absolutely adoring that moment, dude. Cool as shit. Like, Led Zeppelin was the hardest thing I think I listened to until... Like, yeah, like, Led Zeppelin, man, like, uh... Like, it, it's, it was taboo with people I, I grew up with, man, but I definitely always think that they lean more metal than rock. So, like, you know, hearing that when you grow up kind of instilled that metal roots into definitely. you, which got you when you got to actually kind of sink into it in the late 90s, man, and actually get into it, it was already there. I guess I just didn't have the albums and the access to songs. It's true. Right, so, like, I guess I got Headbangers Ball and shit, but, like, that was actually the first time I ever heard of Unearthed. Yeah. It was on Headbangers Ball, I want to say 2003, 2004, some shit like that. But, like, I know it was for Giles. Oh, and then yeah. we found yeah, out about the record. oncoming storm, though, and it was oh, like, holy man, fuck, man. dude, this album is I might super. pick that up. I might pick that up again and go dude. ahead. If I, if I don't already have it somewhere, I definitely want to. That's the great That is a great album. record just to go back and jam out to. But, yeah, that's my thing this week, man. I think that I'm going to, I think that while I'm riding around doing my work, I'm going to pop on that Corn 3 since it's, since it's there, they've been around so long as a metal staple. I'm gonna metal homework myself that uh, album that apparently nobody I know has ever heard of. I think I've mentioned it uh, before. I found this out like a, a couple months back, and I was like, they have this. They have like 12 albums. Right. I never heard of this one. Cause I heard that shit they did with Skrillex, man. And I'll be honest, Judge Metal, Judge Metal, Judge Metal, metal right? it's, it's not good. Stuff. It's dubstep. stuff. No. With Skrillex, it's not. No, it's terrible. Like, dude. That, we hear that record the first time, and it was absolutely so bad. It's it's really bad. Like, I, in my opinion, like, I don't want to make nobody feel bad. Like, <laughs> you know, they like it. Like, uh, oh, my God. Let me find it. Let me see. Yeah, it's called, like, the Path. Narcissistic Cannibal, dude. I think that is, like, the worst song. Yeah. Anyways, it was kind of just that. No, it's not even that, dude. It's a wet part. That's a wet part. You don't even part. have a sound for that, dude. You don't oh, have a sound for that. Oh, my God. Got it. I need to do another cast box thing, too, because like a lot of podcast groups that I've been in, people were asking for platforms and shit, and everybody's like, well, should I be Podbean? It's only this amount, and then Fireside Chats is unlimited, it's free and shit, and I check it out, and like, Fireside, no, it's $20 a year. Um, CastBox, that's unlimited everything, like, I don't want to tell you guys, like, that's the best hands-down podcast app that I got, man, I, I turned my brother on to it, he saw Joe Rogan's on there, and like, it's got everybody. But with CastBox, you can make your own, kind of like Podbean, but you don't have to pay money for more upload space, because, like, it's unlimited, and no matter how big the fucking file is in the first place, like, I don't know, it's pretty wild. And, um, you can't have your whole archive at CastBox, free of charge. And it's like, the Spreaker little cheat thing, like, I don't know, should I tell people about the Spreaker cheat? Like they'll automatically yeah, make you, a, but they'll make you a YouTube video just for, just for uploading shit to Spreaker. If you yeah. if you share it to YouTube, like they'll make you a YouTube video, and even if you delete that one from the Spreaker shit, just to, to keep your files under control, you'll still have that YouTube video in those archives. Like it doesn't go away. So that's pretty fucking sweet. But still, Castbox Spreaker. Very 
the Corn album, though. Yeah, 23 like, years, and uh, it popped up, and it's just got me thinking. I was like, man, that's a long just, time to be listening to a record. Right. And still, I know that I know some people out there still jam it. Um, I'm just feeling like I can name all 10 of the tracks, or were there 11? There's 12 think, tracks on There's 12 tracks on Can it. you name them? Because I'm working at them right here. Right, let me check, check my, check my, right, check my swag, that? if you don't mind me saying some stupid shit. Do it. Let's see. All right, blind. That's right. Then you got uh, ball tongue. You're right on point. I want to say three is need two, but hold on. Hold on. Need two is three. Then four is gonna be um. It's a big single. Shoots and ladders. You're wrong. No, that's. that's awesome. Just, yeah, that's seven. So um, you got that all one. All right, seven. Four. Big other big single. Number four. Not big, not big single, not as big as like Blind or anything like that, but it was definitely a single. I had a music video. Oh my god, I'm blanking. I can't even think of the rest of the songs on it, like for <laughs> real. Damn it. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Clown. Clown, that's right. Clown Five was Divine. Shit. Turn around and get your face split. Six is Faggot. Eight predictable, one. which is one of my favorite fucking songs on that record. So man. predictable. Uh, fake was number nine, which is another great track right. on there. Sounds a lot like clown. In my Lies mind. was ten. Helmet in the bush, uh, eleven, which I actually enjoyed that song as well. Different. And then daddy, which was a huge song for them, based just, just like you know no no what was no video, but it was huge for them because like it was well it was unique at the time like. Unique is just straight up emotional. Is it almost that's what I'm saying? Like, emotional. like they took that rawness and threw it in there. Like they, they just they, like they like you know a lot of times people take the emotion and the music and they write these lyrics and they put it out there and then they go that's and they right. record it over and over and over and over and over and they perfect it as best they can so you can hear it. But you can one hear take. the emotion in that. I don't know if it's one take or what, but I know in the take they, they got it, they, yeah, like, like the take they got was a was a hot one and that was I mean that's amazing. Mm. I don't know, like, it's, it's rare, but in that song's case, it, it, like, I almost felt dirty after I fucking listened to it. Like, I heard something that I shouldn't have listened to, like, somebody's own personal trauma that they went to and put on tape. Like, it was crazy, but like I said, it, as far as huge, though, like, a lot of fans might have been turned off by how raw it was, yet... Some people were turned up, like, even louder because of it. But then from that album, to go into Life is Peachy. Yeah. Man. But admittedly, if I had to say, I didn't even, like, because I like Blind. I don't know if I had the album. I'm trying to think, because I know Leo had, like, seven or eight, because his parents kept taking away from him. But... I might have gotten one or two of them from him. I never had the Life is Peachy album, but I'll tell you, the Follow the Leader album, some people shit on a lot of it. With that album, that pretty much constituted that fucking Korn is one of the best fucking bands in my mind. Life is Peachy was a solid record, man. Right. I mean, I, I really... I, I liked both those albums right. completely good, but, like, you know, going back to the first one, man, I, I, I gotta say, like... Solid. I mean, like, like, like we just said, we went through the track listing and think about it. Can you name one of those songs in there you just didn't like? I remember listening to that album all the time. Some people might say "Helmet in the Bush," and some others might it. even say "Daddy." But yeah. nonetheless, I'm saying like it's it's to each their own. But for the people I that actually had their their ears caught on, yeah, they 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 were turned on to. I it. still think to this day it's their most solid offering. 
Like, I know a lot of people like Life is Peachy, but I mean, like... <sighs> Damn, track to track. Track to track, track to track, I think it's their most solid offering. This is my opinion, because, like, look, look, Life is Peachy opened with Twist right. and Chi, which is a great combo. Definitely. But, uh, alright, and, and, and Lost was an okay song, but what do you remember about it? No. And what song was after song. Lost? If it wasn't Adidas... It wasn't. Then it might have been, um... Huh? It's called Swallow. Swallow. You don't remember Swallow. it, do you? yeah. I think, like, it... Uh, but it's been in Porno Creep, which was uh, instrumental. Definitely. Good God was a great was, was a great song. Right. Great song. Uh, you know, Mr. Rogers. And they had that one that was, like, K and a bunch of, you know, squiggly lines and exclamation points. No Place to Hide. And then Wicked with Gina yeah. Marino, which that was a, gr- uh, you know, uh, yeah. the Ice... Uh, um, Ice Cube cover, I think. Adidas, and then the the War cover. Love uh, Low Rider, and then yeah. Acid and Kill You. And I thought I thought Acid was one of my favorite songs on that record. I like Kill You. I'm Kill You was a great like song you. too. Kill it You was a great one song of those too. rhythms and that groove shit. Like I don't want to That's what I was thinking. Danny was at first. So forgive me about. Like that's what I'm saying. It wasn't. It, it's not. It's not a bad album, and a lot of people liked Life Is Peachy because like it was a solid follow up. Definitely. But as consistency goes, like 23 years later, they're putting articles about the first Corn album because it. It. I mean, it solid start game, to finish. Yeah. But it changed the game, and a lot. I mean, it did a lot bands. of things, man. Like even like uh like uh Max Cavalera uh said it inspired him when they did Roots for Soulfly. Like it it, it kind of took them out of thrash and into like the groove new metal area right. he thought he was like this is the sound where a lot of metal's going and I fucking dig it like and that's pretty cool that's pretty cool like I mean you, you influenced an already respect. legendary artist to change their game up a little bit and then he went on to create Soulfly and other bands and, and stuff like that and so we, I mean, we have all this great music and a lot of it's based off that new metal movement which, which they were part of along with bands like the Deftones right. you know like they came out like a lot of people remember the Deftones are like oh Korn came out in 94 well Deftones that Adrenaline, man, that was 95. Definitely. That album dropped early. And then Around the Fur, which I think, that's my favorite Deftones That's record. a good one. No Bullshit, Diamond Eyes. Did you listen to it? Wow. It's a great record, They fucking it? still got it. I told you, didn't I? I can't fucking believe it. I said Metal that, Homework like, and you did Metal Homework. Because, like, I'm, I, I was turned off a little bit by Minerva. Dude, that shit. Oh, yeah, I was, too. Whoa. I was, too. I wasn't big on it. That's why I didn't buy your shit. I was like, I don't know, man. Diamond Eyes, I looked at it. It kind of looked drakey on the front with the, the cover. I Fucking don't know. record, man. It's a yeah, record, dude. Solid. It's bassy. It's, 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 it's heavy. It hits hard. I mean, it's not like, it's not like you know, in your face. Right. <laughs> heavy, but, I mean, it's, it's they good. They actually said something most recently. I think it was on Loudwire, but if we had to look it up, we could. They said that they they want to go back to some of the guitarists, the guitar riffs, on the the first and second and around the fur album with the 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 your my own summer and shit. Some of those types of real just catchy type of riffs. They want to go back to some of them, and I felt like Diamond Eyes had some of that in it. But if they want to continue to keep evolving and make the music better and better and shit, I'm always down. Check out some Deftones, but admittedly after Minerva. I had to get pushed by McGruff to be like, look, it's solid, but you can't push me to to, to, to say that Guar is going to be something, honestly, but we'll see. Nah, dude, I'm thinking I'm going to Guar. Uh, the Soulfly was the thing, but man, we found out about that, like everybody's scrambling, so we're we're all trying to get the plans together. We might be taking, I mean, it's an hour trip either way, and Guar, man, that's just like, 
I've seen Soulfly, and as much as I'd love to catch that Nail Bomb album, I will admit, with the group of people I'm going with, I'm, like, the main fan of it. Like, I'm, right. you know, I remember that Nail Bomb shit I was big on it when I was a kid. Everybody else was like, oh, I want to see Soulfly. And I was like, well, you're not really seeing Soulfly. You're seeing them do Nail Bomb. They're not. I checked the set list. They're not playing any. They're not playing any Soulfly songs. At all. At all. Not even an encore. No. Or something. Damn it. Okay. No. So far from what I've seen on the set list, no. Everybody's playing their set, and then they're doing the Nail Bomb album in its entirety, just like they said. And then that's it's probably. Well, it's it's not if that's what you're going for, then that's great. But then again, like. How many people? Guar's got a new album that? coming out that week, man. I'd love to see him open up a tour for that album, dude. It's fucking Guar. What's the album called? Uh, the um. Oh, I know that new single off of it's that Fuck This Place. Fuck This Place. That's the new single off of it, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, dude, it's out. solid shit, dude. It's coming on the radio, but I mean, like, like it's simply simply, it's gimmick metal, like, but I mean, it's not because, I mean... Talking about serious radio? Yeah, I listen okay. to serious all I was making sure, because, like, not 96.3, not, not any of this local. Blood of the Gods, I believe? Yeah, October 20th, yeah. Yeah, it's the first album without their founding member, Dave Brocky. He uh, he he died a heroin overdose in 2014. Damn it! But we'll see. Definitely will. I'm just saying because of the August Burns Red album moving me, a part of me always wants to give you guys this 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 piece from Carl Guthrie and the, the drunk episode that might have got overlooked and whatnot. It feels like what he had to say here about the government. Honestly, it might be the right time for it, so check this out. Yeah. Well, the government's not the answer to the problems we have. A government is just, well, it's, it's a metronome, right? Like, it's just, it's set in place to help things keep on pace. It's well, a pacemaker, you know? You give a pacemaker power, it's going to make you work to its will. That's why, you know, government can be scary, and with certain politicians, it, it will certainly do that. However, if you put in place a, a politician, it's just like, the government's not going to put out power, you the people are going to put out power. We're going to make sure these regulations get fucking tossed out, that you get, you know, tax cuts, and you can build your shit because we want the profit, the country wants a profit. You have goods that need to be in demand. We're going to pick up logistically. Like, I mean, it's 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 a full-blown fucking organism, and it, it is so beautiful. It's almost like work. capitalism is like financial workout. Like, you can get a fucking couple dicks up in there. It's like, oh, man, like so much money. But for the most part, dude, most Americans who donate, most of them are all, like, Christian-based. Not to get theological, but they're, like, they've come into to wealth and they know that it's not all for them they've been entrusted to give it to to lives that need I've always felt somewhat cheated just because it always felt to me that wealth breeds wealth well there's nothing wrong with wealth it's just the mentality that may be produced after achieving it like if you if you achieve wealth you're just like you know everybody else is kind of like sub subhuman to me yeah that's a problem that's fucking stupid but if you can retain wealth and still, you know, be a human being about it. I mean, which most rich people are. They're, they're superhuman. That's why they have achieved the wealth that they have. They've been original, they've been concise, and they've been just straight to the fucking point and not, not pulling any shicey shit. And that's how they retain wealth. That's how they find it. That's how they refine it. And people, 
people who can't emulate that or run into you know issues of like okay I took out a loan to do this and this didn't work out well that's failure failure perpetuates success like the, all the entrepreneurs out there who are fucking gaining repu reputation and you know kudos over the years is because they have been failed many of times and they still have found a way to achieve like they take all those failures and produce a, a major success out of it and then perpetuate it and that's that's like everything in life that that's what metal describes like you, you find oh, yeah. failures in yourself and the things that you see throughout the day but you fucking you rebel against it and that whatever music genre you're, you're using for that outlet like for me dying fetus hate breed cryptopsy like Fucking straight There's up, something for it that die, into. die, like like the things in myself that I visually and 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 just mentally hate, like die, like I'm not perfect. I will never be perfect. I'm always finding demons to have to correct. Everybody, and everybody and that's that's that. every man's battle, and it it really comes into metal. Like metal is a, you know, a prerequisite to healing. Like you you have this profound outlet of just. Not it's it's not angst. It's just like rejoicing and knowing that I found these failures. I, you know, conquered them, and I'm going to put them, you know, into my repertoire so that when I speak to some other young guy who's going through the same thing, you know, It'll metal make a bit more sense. Yeah. Absolutely, like like metal just just makes fun of it. It really does. No matter if it's been jokingly or enjoyably or just served as an output as a pun, you know. Metals there However, for those very reasons. People, man, that's what's important. It just it, it's just important that it actually gets out there to the different you know stages of youth nowadays that don't that that, that might not have the opportunity to kick it. You know what? We will talk to you next time. This has been non just metal. Be sure again to check out the Star City Punkcast also on Facebook and Instagram. non judge metal. Be sure to share us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. See you next time.